If you want behind-the-scenes access, ad-free episodes, extended interviews, how-tos, and a ton of other surprises, support Clit Talk by joining our Clit Talk Confidential Members Only, a private safe space for our clitorati. Go right now to patreon.com backslash Clit Talk Confidential. And for $11.11, you can get all this and so much more. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today, yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk, talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your pussies to the show. This episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked and For Your Wellness. What up, Clitorati? We have a very special, unique, super exciting episode today. We are going to be reviewing a groundbreaking movie, the first LGBT movie that Lifetime has ever done. And we're in the studio right now. We are going to tell you how much we love the movie. And then later, we have a, we have a very, very, very special guest for you. Should we tell them who very, it is? Very, very. No, Should we tell who it is? I think it's... Yeah, we have to tell them because we're going to talk about the movie. Okay, you I mean, guys. If the title of the show, like you're gonna know who it is. I know so. they probably already know. It's Fran Drescher. It, it was in the title. There's the big <laughs> surprise. <laughs> we have Fran Drescher back in the studio with us, and we could not be more excited. Um, and we got. We, I felt so special. We got a secret link to watch the movie early, so we could do this interview. And um, I, I don't know about you guys, but I loved the movie. I thought it was so cute. So cute. <laughs> I mean, I'm a sucker for a Christmas movie anyways. But then and what was some gay guys in there? <laughs> well, what was really cool for me is I was so invested in the like the romance story. I'm like, mm-hmm. when are they gonna kiss each other? <laughs> like, 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 when is the kiss gonna happen? <laughs> like I want like I wanted to see two men kiss for the first time in my life. Like that's how oh. Was. I was like, I want oh, to yeah. kiss each other. And they're like, such I, cuties. They were so cute. Oh my ah. God. The guy with the beard, I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, he's hot. I was like, I feel like I could turn him into bisexual. Oh my I know. God. I had the same thought. I'm like, are they really only into men? <laughs> and then you I was told- this, this is the best friend and the uh, brother going to come in. I don't know about that. Yeah, oh, I don't know about that. The brother was hot too, though. His brother, brother was, was really The hot. older brother was hot. I was like, hello, where were you at the beginning of the movie? <laughs> I know. I was like, she's another son. He just pounces in here. What I really loved about the movie, though, is it really painted a picture of what a healthy family looks like with mm. a, you know, it's it's lifetime. So it's so approachable, their brand, and it's palatable, I think, for what this should look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Fran plays a matchmaking mother and she's just does such a beautiful job um, painting a picture of how it can look so easy. I've We've had so many people come on the show who have struggled with their families and struggled to coming out. And yep. I just think this is really painting the future that we keep saying the future is fluid. I don't remember which guest said that, but it's really stuck with me. It was Elizabeth and- April. Elizabeth. Love April. you, Elizabeth. It was Elizabeth there April that said that. And her episodes, uh, she has a two-part episode coming out the next two weeks. So you should. Yep. Next two that. weeks. She's the one that said it. <laughs> um, so I just really, it was just so refreshing to see it normalized yeah. by, a, by a company that people trust. Mm-hmm. So there's like kiss, there's like two kisses 
in the whole movie. Yeah. And it's so tastefully done. And it's not any kind of raunchy anything that you would get here on Glot Talk. But, <laughs> yeah. it, but it really, I think, across the board can really teach people, give people an example of how you can react. Yeah, and it's yeah. not like the film was like about like a family in Los Angeles. It was a family in Milwaukee. So I know. Yeah. Undertone of like... Well, it reminds me of my childhood. I was like, because I'm originally from Maryland, which is kind of that small town vibe, like the Milwaukee neighborhood. And there's a lot of tradition there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like imagining myself in the movie. I'm like, what if well, I have a boyfriend I love? But if I didn't, I'm like, I went back home and I met someone I went to high school with. And like... <laughs> Yeah, like we didn't right? really know each other in high school. Like I was like date the movie had me I was so invested in the characters and mm. and it's well, like there's it didn't, Oh go sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying I was so invested in the characters, like it didn't matter that they were gay. They were just the two characters that were falling in love in the movie, and I didn't even think about it half the time. Right. I mean, I thought about because I knew we were doing this interview. I'm like, how cool is this? And I, I knew it was groundbreaking, but it was just like I thought the movie did such a good job of just two people falling in love, gay mm. or not. It doesn't matter. It just didn't matter. And then, and then there's that other through line of, you know, the train station and the guy who owned it, they had to keep their relationship a secret, you know, years ago. Yeah. Um, it was a gay couple. So it kind of shows like how things used to be mm. and how far we've come. Mm. And I just thought it was a really um, beautifully told story and really entertaining and sweet and you get all the like you know cheesy hallmark there were like a lot of moments though like i wasn't sure how like sometimes like the character would like the the one guy would say the other like can you grab those balls yeah (laughs) and he's like he's like talking about christmas balls and i was like oh is that necessary (laughs) it was necessary that was necessary (laughs) like it was like so much awkward humor throughout the whole movie i was like oh my god it's packed with puns Absolutely. Totally packed with puns. It's yeah. packed with puns. I thought it was, it was cute though. Like when they did the balls thing, I was like, Lifetime? <laughs> there and was like a couple other... Yuletide Gay or when he sings the song, what song did he sing? It was, it was it had gay in it. It had the word gay. When Yuletide Gay, the Christmas song. You have yourself a merry little oh, yeah. Christmas. Make your Yuletide Gay. Yeah. But gay used to mean just happy, guys. Happy. <laughs> like when that when that song came out, like the 1800s. <laughs> it's like, we're gay. We're all a little gay and it's Christmas time. <laughs> that's that's my new Christmas song. <laughs> um, you want to do a little jukebox, Lindsay, to have yourself a merry little Christmas? No. The LGBT- <laughs> I just did. <laughs> And it's 10 she, in the morning. I was laughing. <laughs> what does that mean? You really like nailed it. I so. did enough. If you haven't had enough, then, I don't, then you've lost the Christmas spirit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I'm now becoming a Grinch. Oh my gosh. Speaking of. Uh, so yeah, Katie, this movie was super tasteful, um, super adorable. And I think actually had a really powerful message and theme. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like that's not what you expect from necessarily like a Lifetime or Hallmark movie. Like I I would have thought this movie would have been on Netflix. Right. <laughs> and I would have never found it oh, on not, Lifetime because oh, I don't it's, have cable. It's, it's Lifetime, not Hallmark. Yeah, I yeah. know. Lifetime. I'm okay. just saying I thought you like, said Hallmark, Lifetime sorry. or Hallmark movie. Oh, God. And I, if I didn't know that it wasn't, I would have, I would have never found it because I don't have cable. <laughs> Well, I think it's I think it's kind of cool that like after the year that we've had or the last couple of years that we've had and thinking that we haven't come this far to have 
a network like Lifetime take a stand like this, I think is really powerful. It really is. Because if you look at all the history of all the Lifetime Christmas movies, Mm -hmm. they're they're basically the same actors. There's two white characters, you know, monogamous. Man and and, woman. (laughs) Man and woman. And it's been like that forever. This is the first time that they really shifted it. So I thought. So that the when guy- is when is Lifetime coming out with their first polyamorous Christmas movie? Oh my god! <laughs> oh hell yeah! A biracial polyamorous Listen, Christmas can I, movie. I want to be the star of it, and I don't even need to be an actress. <laughs> Come on, Lifetime, where you at? Where you at? You got to represent all the communities. Right. Seriously. I mean, maybe the next one can just be like a lesbian one, and then we can like work up to. But I think they played it right for this year. Like the first time they're doing something different, they really went for it. And um, I loved it. Yeah. It was still, it it was, it was beautiful. It was groundbreaking and they did play it safe in some ways. So I'm like, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to seeing how Lifetime is going to continue to expand and and represent everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep going Lifetime. Seriously. Yes. Yes. So we're going to have Fran on here soon. All right. We'll be back in just a second. You know that at Clip Talk, we have made a promise to only represent products that we authentically believe in and would personally use ourselves. That's why we're so excited to share Dr. Christy Fugg's supplements with you. She's my mom's breast cancer doctor and is guiding my entire family to make better lifestyle choices to go with our genetics. I started using them myself and I love the fact that I know that they were created by a doctor who has personally put in the research so I know it's a quality product that I'm putting in my body. I mean, I'm all about biohacking health and I love to know that I can just have a cocktail and then take one of her Cosmo Companion supplements to offset the negative effects. I'm super excited for her multi-must-have. It's just like an awesome multivitamin. So ClitTalk signed up as an affiliate so that our Clitorati can get 10% off. So if you go to clittalkshow.com backslash discounts and just go there and get a discount. Because we're all going to be using them and so should you. Boom. You're welcome. Oh my God. I am obsessed with the Empress by Vush. And vibrators a lot of times are too much for me. But the fact that this is a clitoral sucker has legitimately altered my masturbation experience. I love it because Ethan literally lifts up the hood and like suck, puts it on. It's our new favorite toy to use in the bedroom. Because it's small too. So I can keep it on there while we're like, you know, doing it. I can't believe you both have said the word clitoral sucker. That's what it is. That's what it is. It even fits in a little purse. It's super clutch. So Clitorati, you get 65% off if you use our promo code CLITTALK. You're welcome. 65% off. That's fucking huge. 65 fucking percent off. It's a lot of fucking percentages off. Yeah. I don't know how we did that for you guys, but we did. <laughs> yeah. we. I don't know either. Everybody looks well and healthy, which is always a great thing during these times, especially. Yes, um, absolutely. Thanks so much for being here. Um, oh, my pleasure. Hi, Clitorati. Stripping away shame is our mission, and it's always so refreshing to see allyship on the big screen. Lifetime has joined the sex-positive bandwagon for the very first time in their new movie, The Christmas Setup. You must check it out. It premieres on Saturday, December 12th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Lifetime. 
It gets better. The biggest champion of our little show stars in this movie. She's a woman who endlessly inspires us here at Clit Talk. She's a vocal advocate for the LGBTQ community, a health warrior with her nonprofit, Cancer Schmancer. And you play the most loving mother in this movie, The Christmas Setup. Please <laughs> welcome the one, the only, Fran Drescher. Woo! Hi, <laughs> How are you? We're so good. We're thriving. Yes. I know. I actually made that joke. I was like, wait, is it Fran Jewish? She's like the queen of Christmas in this movie. (laughs) Oh, I know. You know what? I'm I'm having three people over for Hanukkah on Saturday. And the big activity besides taking a beach walk is decorating the Christmas tree. (laughs) Oh, of course. Of course. That's my Hanukkah. (gasps) Whatever... You know, makes me feel good and happy and brings people together in gratitude. It's all good. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) That's what's so unique about this movie, too, because A, it's distinguished as being Lifetime's first LBGTQ rom-com, but also... You know, it's not dealing with the angst of coming out or disapproving parents. It normalizes having a gay child as as much as having a kid with brown eyes. It's all good. I have two sons. One's gay and an attorney. One's straight and in the military. And I love them both equally and I want them both to be happy. (laughs) <laughs> what I love so much about the movie is it does normalize what a healthy family looks like when one of the children is gay. I mean, it's it's so refreshing to see that. And can you talk about why this movie is so important to you personally? Well, you know, I've gone to the mat as a gay civil liberties activist for decades now. And of course, my uh, ex-husband is gay. So... Um, And I have a big gay following and all of that. So I feel very honored to be included in this distinguished movie in this way. And uh, it's, um, I think that it will appeal to all families. It's really not about being gay. Um, It's a small town, joyous, loving, familial experience. And I know that me and the cast really got a lot of value out of being set in this make-believe idealized world of unconditional love while we were doing it. And, uh, and I hope that the uh, viewers feel the same because, you know, I think that it's high time that the networks uh, weren't so behind the curve and actually produce stories that reflect the beautiful diversity of the human experience. Mm, yeah. Well Absolutely. And you also filmed this during the pandemic, right? Yes. And I had been in the house for literally five months already with very little excursions and a few <laughs> people coming over. And then they called and sent me the script and said, if you like it, you're going to have to get your work permit get your dog's travel paper, get your COVID negative test and get your ass to the airport within a week. Oh my wow. God. Oh my, oh my God. God. I was like culture shock. I'm like walking through the airport and, you know, I, I was a little fearful yeah. and I'm very grateful because it kind of, you know, pushed me out of the nest in a healthy way. Cause I was getting a little like, you know, too, 
in my own bubble. Mm. And uh, then I went to Canada and I did my quarantine with my dear friends, Donna Dixon and Dan Aykroyd at uh-huh. their home on the lake in Kingston. Mm. And, uh, and then from there, they picked me up and brought me to the location in Ottawa. And it was just great because we got all tested every other day. So we were really in a very safe COVID-free bubble. And everybody had to wear masks and face shields except the actors. And all the actors lived in the same building. So we were neighbors and we'd eat together and hang out together. And it was very a very special time. And I think that that reflects in the movie in a very positive and loving way. Yeah. Well, and you play, so from what we've heard and saw on screen is that you play a very loving mother and it was just so beautiful to see you do that. And I just, I'm curious, did you ever want kids of your own? You seems like such a natural mom. Yeah. You know, when I was with Peter, I wanted a career. I didn't want kids. And mm-hmm. I didn't even realize at the time that I had always surrounded myself with people that were needy. And I was a person that needed to be needed. But I was mm-hmm. getting a little over it. And I thought, I can't have a kid because that's all about their needs. And if you're going to do it right, uh, you know, you got to really be very self-sacrificing. And I wasn't in the mood to add one more load to my list. So I kind of wasn't into it. Then when Peter and I uh, divorced and I was um, involved with this guy who was 16 years my junior and I was madly in love with him. He was so hot. And I finally understood what women would say when they say, you know, I want to have his baby. Oh, mm -hmm. And so, but right around that time I was experiencing symptoms so the, mm. um, the, all the doctors that I was going to were so convinced that I was perimenopausal, like I was having a very early menopausal symptoms. And um, so they were convincing me that I needed to, at the very least, freeze an embryo if I ever wanted to have a biologic child, which we started talking about because we were thinking that's what the problem is when, in fact... I had undiagnosed uterine cancer. Yeah. So we never did do the embryo thing because I took a test that diagnosed me. And the next thing you know, I was getting a radical hysterectomy and my whole life changed and swept me off in a whole different direction Mm -hmm. and taught me the lesson of, you know, kind of like letting go of the plan. Right. And uh, being more fluid with life because really nobody has a crystal ball and you got to just go with the flow. So uh, I did. And eventually me and the guy broke up. And so, you know, it. Um, I got more into politics and um, legislation and lobbying and started, you know, my own health organization and wrote a New York Times bestseller. And, you know, um, eventually, you know, did a couple of television series. And that was the direction that my life took. But I'll be honest with you, you know, to this day, I feel like, hmm, did I 
Did I miss out on something major, like a big, you know, emotionally grounding experience? Mm-hmm. But, you know, in this life, you can't dance at every wedding. And there's always <laughs> going to be things that you don't do. And I really can't complain because I've had a very full, big life thus far that's been extremely satisfying and provocative and stimulating. And, you know, I love my dogs. (laughs) And uh, so, you know, and I love my friends and family. And so, you know, it is what it is. I once saw this famous actress on TV and uh, she was probably like my age now. I'm going back many years. And I was probably your ages then. But even when she said it then, I thought that was really profound. And she said, you know, at some point, you just got to accept that you're never going to be fluent in French. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, we all have these ideas. Oh, I want to, you know, I want to live in Europe and I want to learn French or Italian or whatever the hell it is. You know, I want to, you know, do certain things. And then, you know, you miss the window. And then you go into another passage of your life and you no longer have that great calling to do that. Right. Maybe there are other things you want to do. You know, I'm really enjoying uh, spirituality and my Buddhism philosophy And maybe when I was younger, uh, you know, I wasn't really programmed for that then. But Mm -hmm. now I really get a lot of uh, inner peace out of connecting with, you know, myself with a capital S and not being so fixated on, you know, the person, Fran Drescher and all the stuff and making it and you know I kind of did that and it happened at the right age and now I'm at a different age and I have different needs and that's what they call the passages of life you just you keep changing I mean I'm not I'm not I'm me I'm not the baby I was once I was a little baby you know we just keep changing and we have to kind of enjoy who we are now, whatever that is. Right. So your animals, your art, and your activism, really kind of, you put your nurturing all into that. And one of the ones that I really want to talk about is Cancer Schmancer. It's been such a huge influence um, on our show, particularly this year. Lindsay, would you like to tell her what Christy Funk did? Well, (laughs) yeah. So I, I don't know if you know, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer this year. And sorry, in March, in March, and um, you know, it's been a thing, but through Cancer Smancher and Susan Sugar's mom, um, introduced us to Dr. Christy Funk. So, Dr. Christy Funk took my mom on as a patient, um, put my mom on a completely vegan diet. My mom basically like healed her cancer. Now, she still has to have surgeries just as a precaution, but because of her dietary differences and the doing basically everything that Dr. Christy Funk told her to do and the lifestyle changes that you talk about so much in Cancer Schmancer. You hear those stories like, oh, this person shrank their cancer or got rid of it. And you're always like, that's a cute story. But 
that was my mom this year. <laughs> like she, that she healed her kids. Over and over again. Yeah. Joke that food yeah. is medicine and you are what you eat. Yep. And everybody's body reacts differently to yes, you know, their environmental exposures. But everybody would benefit from a holistic approach mm-hmm. to detoxing their life. Yep. And uh, d- does your mom have uh, any root canals? Yes. She now this is uh, I mean with everything with our health uh we get information and then we make an informed decision. Mm-hmm. In my personal opinion and I'm not a doctor, I we never at Cancer Schmanza recommend root canals. It's the only thing that modern medicine allows to be dead in and remain in the body. Wow. The two when it's um when it's alive, has trillions of tiny microscopic holes in it, which is part of its filtration system. Mm-hmm. And when it's dead, all it's doing is leaching toxins down and it can go into, you know, your th- towards your thyroid, towards your lungs, towards your heart, and towards your breast. And yeah. also what we fail to realize, and this is why we're always promoting biologic dentistry and recommended very highly to everyone because the rest of the dental association is really in the dark ages or at the very least in the 20th century. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I think that uh, every tooth in the mouth is attached to a meridian in the body that connects to an organ mm. or part of the body. And uh, many women have root canals on the breast meridian. And I think that that's a reason why we see so much breast cancer, or one of the reasons. Also, the breasts are like big sponges. So if you're in fluorescent lighting a lot, if you're around a lot of um, flame-retardant fabrics, uh, you know, if you have root canal on your breast meridian, if you're always rubbing on stuff that's toxic, like, you know, um, toxic sunblock or moisturizers, heavily perfumed things, you're always spraying, you know, your, your decollete yeah. or your, wow. uh, you know, or you're wearing a lot of synthetic fabrics, which are constantly off-gassing toxins. Mm. So these are all the things that we have to start thinking about every single day. And, you know, it's our journey to detox. So I'm, A, I'm thrilled to see that Christy, you know, is really growing and changing with the times and influenced by Cancer Schwanza because when we first met her, you know, she kind of fell into the category of, a very good physician mm-hmm. that was not really uh, behaving like a functional medical doctor. Yeah. Who really looks at causation, mm-hmm. but kind of just looks at the part that's sick on the body, which we all know is the end stage of a right. long history of low-level inflammation caused by something else in almost all cases. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even if you're genetically programmed, like is your mother have the BRCA gene? 
No, we actually, I, we all got tested for it because of my family history. Thank God no one in my family has the BRCA gene. So Okay, well, yeah. I, you know, I don't either, thank God. Yeah. But even if you do have a gene that indicates that you have a, uh, a, a you know, like a, a, a frailty towards a certain disease, mm-hmm. genes have 28 different ways to express themselves. And what determines that is your lifestyle. Absolutely. Your stress, your exposure to trauma, as well as environmental toxins. So um, a lot of times you'll hear like statistics on, uh, you know, how many women with the BRCA gene may get breast cancer or ovarian cancer. And I always ask, well, is that statistic based on women who are vegan, based right. on women who live pristinely the cancer schmanz way, based on women who eat only organic, pristinely grown local farmed foods and steer clear of all industrial farming? Is it women that don't use perfumes or create a heavily polluted air polluted environment in their home mm-hmm. by using air fresheners and plugins and uh, heavily scented cleaning products and perfumes. Yep. All of that most likely has carcinogenic and toxic uh, chemicals that create a lot uh, make for the smell to last longer. So these were all th- I immediately go right to the mouth as soon as I hear somebody yeah add something. And you know, when she's feeling ready, she should it see. I mean, I, I would take out I don't know how many she has, but I would take them out. Yeah. And in inert teeth. Okay. Just screw, you know, put that in and take out the dead tooth because no good comes from that. Got it. Mm, thank I you. Got one. <laughs> wow. I don't have anything, God. Me but neither. I want to okay. thank. I want to thank you, then, Fran, because the way Doctor Christy Funk did show up, definitely, I I hear the impact of cancer schmancer on her. So you're making a huge difference for these and doctors. She's a brilliant doctor, yeah. so you know it behooves her. And I'll give you the analogy. I might have said this on your show before, but if, you know, you had an apple tree that was yielding rotten apples, are you going to try and cure each apple? No. No. You're going (laughs) to intuitively look at the roots and the trunk of the tree to see why the tree is sick and yielding rotten apples. That's the same with us. Whatever the end symptom is, is the end symptom. But we have to look at what systemically is wrong and the causation and elimination of that. You know, I, yeah. I, I just, we have to start looking at ourselves. People get so bogged down with all the woes of the world, but it's like, don't try and save the world, save yourself and each one teach one because we're the ones that are driving all the woes of the world. You have so much passion for this. And there is a uh, Cancer Smancher is putting out a new free seven-part masterclass series that comes out on December 12th, which everyone should check out. It's free. Hello. And then- <laughs> we call it the Edges Series. And it's our 2020 Edges Series. And if you're not a member of Cancer Schmancer, 
Just sign up for the newsletter at cancerschmancer.org. Cancerschmancer.org to sign up for that seven-part free series um, to focus on wellness rather than sickness. And then Fran also has a show coming out called Medical Mavens, which is a groundbreaking new series that will shake up what you know about health, illness, and disease. So we'll hear more from Fran, uh, but catch her this Saturday, December 12th on Lifetime, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Christmas Setup. Thank you so much, Pam, for coming. And then it's going to be again on Christmas Day at 6 p.m. as well, if you missed the first showing of it. And it'll be on on demand in between. Um, we just wanted to thank Fran so much for coming on today. And um, you guys should definitely go watch the movie and check out Cancer Schmancer and all the incredible things that Fran is doing in the world. And with that, Clitorati, we are going to see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Clit Talk. Be sure to visit clittalkshow.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at clittalkshow for your clit fix in between episodes.